On today's show, Elon Musk takes a huge step forward in his quest to take Tesla private. Man, are there a lot of cool concept cars making their debut at the Pebble Beach Concours this weekend. And we'll tell you how much we hate all the warning labels you find on cars today. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the voice of the automotive industry. There's been a lot of skepticism over whether or not Elon Musk will be able to take Tesla private, but he's putting together a team to make that happen. Last week, he revealed that Goldman Sachs and private equity firms will be advisors, and Bloomberg reports Elon also just hired Morgan Stanley to assist in the process as well. This is a pretty big development and indicates Elon is not fooling around about taking Tesla private. Car sales in the U.S. are expected to be up once again this month. Ward's Auto forecasts that automakers will sell 1.5 million vehicles in August, which is a 2.6% gain compared to a year ago on a daily selling rate basis. And the SAR is expected to hit a healthy 17 million units. Open-wheel racing is returning to Australia with an IndyCar-like series. The vehicles will feature a new FIA-approved chassis, a carbon fiber monocoque, and a halo to protect the driver's head. The cars will be powered by a Ford 5-liter V8 that cranks out 560 horsepower. The new series kicks off next year, but the teams, drivers, and schedule are yet to be announced. Pebble Beach is supposed to be a concours that features classic cars, but automakers have turned it into one of the best auto shows for concept cars in the world. That's coming up. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. And by ExxonMobil. Man, is there a lot of action at the Pebble Beach Concours that takes place this weekend. Last year, BMW unveiled a concept version of the Z4, and this year the company is showing off the production model, but more specifically, the M version. The convertible two-seater is powered by an updated version of its three-liter inline six-cylinder engine, which is able to go zero to 60 in just 4.4 seconds. Infinity has been teasing its Prototype 10 concept car all month long, but it finally made its public debut at Pebble. This is the first concept car from Infinity, led by Kareem Habib, Infinity's new executive design director. The car is an electric open-wheel monopasto, in other words, a single-seater. Habib says it's a retro roadster that evokes the spirit of early California speedsters. He also says this is a design exercise that hints at the future form language that we'll see in all infinities. The electric monoposto theme continues at Pebble with Audi unveiling its PB18 e-tron concept, with PB standing for Pebble Beach. Not only does it have a strikingly eye-grabbing design, it boasts some pretty good numbers. How does 764 horsepower and a curb weight of 3,417 pounds sound to you? That's about one horsepower for every four and a half pounds, which is a terrific power to weight ratio. Note how the grill design doubles as a functional radiator inlet. In other words, the grill's not just stuck on the front end. It's flanked by air intakes for air curtains and super thin headlamps. 
This is a drive-by-wire car with the steering, throttle, and brakes all electronically operated, and that allows the driver's position to be quickly adjusted for either left-hand steering or for a central location like in a race car. And here's some more stats. A 95-kilowatt-hour battery pack, 311 miles of driving range, and 15 minutes to fully recharge with an 800-volt charger. And later this evening at Pebble, Jaguar will unveil this electric version of the classic E-Type. The concept gets a 40-kilowatt-hour pack that delivers 170 miles of range. LED headlamps, new instrumentation, and an optional touchscreen are the only nods to the modern world. The electric powertrain is about the same weight and size as the original engine and transmission, so it rides, drives, and brakes almost like the original. Jaguar is actually going to build and sell a limited number of these cars, and when we learn more about when and for how much, we'll let you know. Man, do I hate all the warning labels that come on new cars. And coming up next, I'll tell you how much I hate them. It's just amazing how many warning labels are on cars these days. When you open the driver's door, you'll typically see two or three warning labels on the door jam. In fact, you'll probably see warning labels on every door jam. And then there's warning labels on both of the sun visors. If you pop the hood, you'll see about four warning labels stuck on the inside of it. Then there's a warning label on the brake reservoir, one on the fuse box, one on the fan shroud, and another on the radiator cap. I wonder if anyone has ever read any of these warning labels. And I wonder if they've made any improvement in safety whatsoever. Because it seems to me this is more about regulatory overkill than it is about making cars safer. Anyway, that's how I see it. And as always, we welcome your comments and opinions. But with that, we wrap up today's show. Thanks for watching. And please join us again back here again on Monday. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.